Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, February 13th, 2018. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about a GOP Nazi and Amorosa on Pence. But mm-hmm. first, uh, if you want to join in the conversation, go to facebook.com slash profanearg and post your thoughts or a link you'd like us to look at, and we will take a look. We actually have one this week posted from one of our listeners. We'll be cutting that later. But first, I want to talk about the story out of South Africa. Not that it has anything to do with religion, but I found it amusing. So in South Africa, in a reserve, in a natural reserve, they have a lot of lions there. Uh, Apparently screams, people heard screaming for help as a uh, person was attacked I'm not even going to try this name, I don't think. I I can't. I can't. (laughs) It's an African name. I don't think I could. I'll just ruin it. But uh, this guy was attacked uh, by lions. By the time the lions were chased off, there was barely anything left but a head. But from the time of the article, he was not identified. At first, they thought it was a uh, tractor driver who worked at the game reserve. But when that guy turned up alive... They decided that uh, it was, well, obviously it was somebody else. And uh, they found a rifle at the scene. Mm. And they have come to the conclusion that it is likely a poacher because everybody else has been accounted for. So it's likely that a poacher was killed by the lions that he was trying to hunt on the wild game reserve. And I just find that amusing. (laughs) (laughs) And good on your lions, yeah. I don't know. Am I the only one? (laughs) Yeah. No, no, the, I think the the, the uh, ratio of of jungle justice out there is <laughs> savannah justice, uh, you know, a little bit on, on the low end, unfortunately. Sure. But uh, yeah, that's the risk you take when you break the rules and go in there to poach. Maybe he wasn't even hunting lions. Who knows? Any Whatever he was hunting to think that the lions came up and they were like, he wasn't even looking. So we just <laughs> ate him. Lion gives um, zero fucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. More important, did you guys hear about how South Africa is going to run out of water in a yeah. couple of years? Yeah. Very that uncool. That is a, a major problem. Yeah. <laughs> this just straight up, a whole country is going to be out of water. And they're having <laughs> trouble getting people to ration. So, yeah, it, it might be even less than two years. <laughs> it's almost gone. Drink it all now. <laughs> that'll help. Well, that, the that, water. that always scares me because did you ever see that movie, the uh, the big short with Steve Carell and uh, I have not seen that. I Ryan. keep meaning to, but I don't know if I ever will. Oh, it's a good flick. <laughs> Looks good. But the character that is played by Christian Bale is like this genius level guy, and he's the one who sees the housing crash coming first before anybody else, and he's the one who buys up all these derivatives and bets against the housing market and all this shit like that, and makes billions and billions and millions of dollars at the end. And everyone kept doubting him. And you're like, you're fucking crazy. And they do a little thing at the end of the movie. They're like, so-and-so, I forget the guy's name, made such and such amount of money and this and that. And after this was done, he immediately started investing in water. Hmm. (laughs) And I was like, what? Why? There needs to be a sequel to this movie. Why is he investing in water? (laughs) Well, in some areas, yeah, it's a real problem. And you look at in the Mideast, it's all full-on desert. Yeah, oh, it's all over the place. Yeah. Nestle's been trying to privatize water for years mm-hmm, now. True. Yeah. Well, they've been, God, those monsters. Yeah, they've been they've been um, taking all of California's water out of the ground with expired licenses, and it's ridiculous what they've been doing. Out sure. There. Well, don't they also build like water bottling factories next to towns that have no water? <laughs> yeah, they buy the rights to the water underneath the town and then siphon it all away and say, "Sorry, see ya." Yeah. Every time someone gets tricked into taking that regrettable tour of Lake Mead, you can see how quickly it's drying up. Mm. Holy smokes. I mean, argue all you want about healthcare being a right, but isn't it a little odd that water is not a basic right that we get? Yeah. It's really seemingly important. I mean, you kind of need it. You're guaranteed the pursuit of hydration. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think people have this strange notion that, well, if it gets really bad, you know, we'll put up the desalinization plants and desalinate water again, but they're really, really expensive to run. We did it in the past, and we stopped doing it because it's freaking expensive. How much water does a lion drink after it eats a poacher? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They live on the plains in very dry land. I imagine they can survive quite a while <laughs> on just the, you know, the hydration from the blood. 
hydration from one poacher. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still happy about that. <laughs> Moving on to uh, a follow-up, the Department of Education, Betsy DeVos, she's one of the people mm-hmm. on the top of our list, considering the people who have left the White House. The Department of Education responded. This is, was not an official statement, but it was a statement from an official person. They were being questioned about the rights of transgender students, specifically about things, what's it called, suits being filed by transgender students based on uh, bathroom access. And the spokesperson for the Department of Education came out and said that they are not going to be looking at uh, individual transgender complaints that are being filed with the Department of Education. It's not an official law. They're not saying that it's an official statement. They're just saying, we're not going to respond to anybody complaining about it. So the schools, the, any any private school, anything can get away with whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Not surprising at all, but disappointing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've talked about this sort of thing before, but this is kind of a global or national at the national mm-hmm. level. So it just it prevents recourse from any LGBTQ person from being able to get recourse from the government. Well, yeah, they can't file a complaint. They could file a lawsuit, though. It doesn't it doesn't preclude them from doing that. Right, a personal lawsuit if they can afford yeah. to do so. Yeah, sure. Or if, you know, they can get sponsorship from the ACLU or, or whoever. Human rights campaign, somebody like that, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just, you know, one more step in that direction. Also, a follow-up here in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The lawmakers in Pennsylvania have until the 19th to come up with a redistricting because it was, uh, as we talked about last time, the districts are gerrymandered to the point where they're unconstitutional for the state constitution. They had come up with a new redistricting. Um, I don't know if you guys, did you guys see the map? No, not yet. I have not seen the new map. I'll post a link to the new map. Whoa! It looks... A little different. It's definitely different. It, they did separate uh, Jared and Ian. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but it's but. it's not that much better, and uh, Governor Wolf has rejected it. He has vetoed it. He said that it so didn't. So wait, 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 wait. Hmm? Out of curiosity, I know the, the people listening can't see this, but the bright green on the western side of the state and the southern part and part of the eastern side... That's all one district? No. No, separate districts. Those are separate. Oh, okay, okay. They're just okay. limited colors. All right. Well, what's uh, wrong with this then? <laughs> uh, it still favors Republicans quite heavily. So uh, so if okay. you look at Center County, which is 99% turns out blue, right, because of, of basically because of State College and the university, they have put Center County in with a whole swath of the upper regions, which are always red. They've put it in, in so much of an area that uh, Center County would turn red. We will mm. be guaranteed a Republican representative because they, they included so much other area so just to counter the, uh, the Democratic presence in Center County. Right. And they've really limited the areas around or including Pittsburgh and Philadelphia so that the, the, they're basically tightening up the blue spaces. So... The governor vetoed this, which means that they, I, I suppose they could still come back with another one. They have until the 19th, mm-hmm. but... And if they... Go ahead. If they don't, yeah, the, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court will do their own. Probably based on this um, woman, Amanda Holt. Um, she is some kind of, um, I don't know, gerrymander reversal person. I don't know what she does for a living. Some kind of statistical <laughs> analysis of, of districting. You know. I don't, I don't she, know her name. Uh, the, uh, the only thing I saw is that they would hire an independent redistrict... I can't talk. Redistricting expert. <laughs> right. And you know, her... The, you know, the second link we have, which we'll put on the webpage, creates just 20... I mean, the, the one the Republicans put out splits up 55 counties, municipalities, and, and precincts. The idea is to keep them whole when you can. So a county, a district, a municipality is not divided. The Republican one has 55 splits. Hers has just 23. And it keeps the other rules in place. It needs to have the same number of people. It should be, you know, a representative geographic zone kind of thing. So her map is interesting. It splits our county right through the middle. I'm not sure actually which side we fall on, District 5 or District 10. But Boy, when you really look at this, what a convoluted system. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Like, I was trying to think, I'm like, why can't you just split it up into, like, six parts? Straight down the middle. And then I'm like, well. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She's not the, she's not the, she, she's a piano teacher? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? <Ooh. laughs> she's, she's one of the ones that sued. That's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she's not the anyway. person they're sending it to. Okay. No, no. Somebody else. Sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. Piano teacher has a say, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But it's supposed it's supposed to be going to a, a an expert in gerrymandering, somebody who can avoid the gerrymandering and just you know do it the way that it was actually meant to represent the people of certain areas. Right. The other component of this story is the fact that a couple of the GOP lawmakers wrote a letter. They're trying to get the rest of the state senate to impeach the five judges, and they need like half of one body and two thirds of the other body to impeach. Evidently, but. They they think that because the the jurors ruled against them, that means that they can impeach them. <laughs> wow, which is not a thing. That's not how that works. No, no. <laughs> well, I'm still worried. <laughs> They're going to try and make a law so that uh, they can impeach. I'm I'm sure. I just hope nothing like that passes. Well, again, they'd have to get past Wolf though, right? Or have enough of the percentage to overrule his his veto. So. Again, changing the rules, just like gerrymandering, to win by cheating. That's part of their platform, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. so. It seems. Yeah. <laughs> we will win at any cost. Yeah. <laughs> Even our souls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, not having a soul, uh, I want to move <laughs> over to this story in Illinois. There's a, a guy running for U.S. Congress in Illinois. I believe it's actually in the Chicago area. So... I'll start out. He has a very slim chance of, of winning, but he is <laughs> on the Republican ticket. He His name is Arthur Jones. and He's a fucking gem. Yeah. A oh. goddamn gem. Yeah. And he is just point blank a Nazi. He, <laughs> when, when it... Uh, Ray, yes. Ray, no. he is not... <laughs> he has not hung out with Nazis in 10 to 15 years. Right. And he says, when it recently interviewed, he says that he prefers the term white racialist. <laughs> uh, he believes that white people are more intelligent than black people. Oh, my God. Two of his primary political goals are uh, ending America's wars in the Middle East, which he says is uh, primarily it serves the interests of Israel. So he's against that. And uh, cracking down on sanctuary cities. We'll get more on that. He's later. a Holocaust denier. Don't forget that. What's that? Oh, uh, he's he's Holocaust oh, denier. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Mm -hmm. uh, and he said in the interview after receiving, he's going to be on the ticket for the probably after that he was interviewed. Said he will work with the Klan, socialists. I exclude communists, of course. <laughs> uh, but any patriotic <laughs> organization that's in general agreement with my beliefs and principles. He was disappointed by Trump because Trump has so many Jews in his cabinet. <laughs> well, granted, so are the people down in Charlottesville. They were a little True. unhappy about that, True. too. Right. Uh, this guy is 70 years old. He walked door to door to get 800 signatures on a petition so that he could get on the, the ballot as Republican. Uh, he introduced himself to voters. He stressed his foreign policy views uh, rather than his thoughts on race. And when interviewed... When they took the, the petition and they went to some of these people and said, hey, you signed this petition? And they're like, he stands for what? I just <laughs> I just signed it to stop him from talking to me. <laughs> can, can you scratch my name out? <laughs> did you see his interview on CNN? No. I did not. Oh, it was glorious. <laughs> glorious. They took him to task. They said, you're a Nazi. And he's like, I haven't associated with the Nazi party in 10 to 15 years. Uh, they showed a clip of him just recently speaking at a rally, which was clearly had Nazi symbolism all behind him, about the queer-run country, the Jew-run media, <laughs> you wow. know, the greatest hits. Yeah. Uh, and then started yelling at the CNN reporter about the Jews-run media. I didn't understand that. The Holocaust was a uh, – what did he say it was? I mean, despite denying it. He said it was a blackmail scheme perpetrated by the Jews to get money out of the United States. What? I, I didn't get that either. Wow. <laughs> um, then she started going on about something else, and he was like, I fought in the Vietnam War. And she's like, that's fine. 
what about this Nazi stuff? And then he held up a picture of himself. He's like, here's me in Vietnam. <laughs> and just kept going on about that. Wow. Oh, he's amazing. Now, it's worth noting, though, that the RNC has disavowed him. That is true. Well, they have to because the evangelical Christians are behind the GOP and they like Israel. So this doesn't work as a thing. <laughs> Well, even still, I mean, there's one thing about saying there's nice people on both sides and one going to be like, hey, I'm a fucking Nazi. <laughs> and I'm running for a the white Republican rationalist, team. please. But <laughs> how does he get – here's what I question. How does he get on the Republican ballot if they disavow him? So They just don't give him money. Apparently – well, one, oh. they don't – yeah, they don't give him any money. But apparently if he was able to get enough signatures – so here's the thing. If you're able to get enough signatures, you can get on the ballot. You can do that individually, and you can say, I'm a Republican, and they can't argue with you because you picked your party. The, the party right. can't decide you're not what you say you are. So he was the only Republican to get on the ticket. Since he's the only Republican to meet the deadlines, they can't put anybody else up against him for a primary. <laughs> so he automatically gets in. That's fantastic. <laughs> Again. What a dumb system. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I, I, I will give this that, that it's not the Republican Party that's putting him up to this. It, they're not behind him. But at the same time, actually, uh, Aaron DeGroote, who was a, a party spokesman, said that uh, there was just no other candidate who was willing to run. No Republican in the area was willing to run, apparently, because it's Chicago, and yeah. they know they're not going to win. So sure. he's... Why spend the money? Wow. He's not going to get an office. And, of course, they bl nope. they blame Democratic gerrymandering for that. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, if a Nazi can't win in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois Nazis. I was hoping someone was going to go there. <laughs> I hate Illinois Nazis. <laughs> uh, so that's all I got about that guy. But I just thought that was amazing. <laughs> Uh, over in Utah, though, they have put together a new bill. This this uh, is very interesting. The state representative, L Lowry Snow, uh, introduced a new bill. The bill specifically is so that you cannot record a conversation without the consent of the other person, with few exceptions. And generally, I mean, that's a, that's a state law in several states. Hmm. But specifically, this was put together because of the webpage Mormon Leaks. People were ex-Mormons or people who were leaving the Mormon church were going to church and recording all the crazy religious rituals that they have and posting it on the Mormon Leaks webpage to let people know the silly stuff that goes on inside their church. How am I just finding out about this page? <laughs> this seems like I don't know. something you I got, would totally be about. <laughs> you got distracted by Scientology and haven't looked in on the I classics know, in a while. No. <laughs> so according to the article, Mormon Leaks does not take into consideration the means by which the submission was obtained. So if people give them video, they will assume that there was consent and post it. However... Uh, some of them are a little worried that the law would make it so that the the website, or at least all those videos and recordings, might be they might be forced to uh, to take it all down. And the person that introduced the bill would uh, that's expressly what the intent is. <laughs> Subscribed. <laughs> wow. So I I forgot to add this to the list, but since we're in Utah, it reminded me there was a, a the first female mayor of Hilldale, Utah, was elected recently and took office and 11 of the city employees resigned from their positions. One of them cited his religious objections to working for a woman as the primary reason. What? Yeah. Specifically, wow. an employee claimed that his religious beliefs prevented him from following a woman and from serving on a board with apostates as the reason for his resignation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sexist or anything, but I'm not working for any damn woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I don't know so if you Utah. guys were aware, but we actually had a coworker who, who told us that. <laughs> Karen really? wasn't in the yeah. room at the time, but uh, a bunch of us who worked in IT, got we'd get together in a break room, and uh, it was our own little time to protest that we were underpaid, so we would just stop <laughs> working and go to the break room. And <laughs> one time, we were in there, and we're joking around, and he said, nice guy, got along with him great. And he's just like, yeah, I'm not a sexist or anything, but I'm not working for any woman. 
<laughs> no, no, that maybe you don't know what the term sexist means. <laughs> Seriously. Also, you, if you start you, your your statement yeah. with that, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to work. Any good. sentence that I'm not blank, but <laughs> like you could just stop because <laughs> you are well. <laughs> you are blank. Yep. Yeah. By the way, Mormon leaks. I can't believe this whole law is going to affect because of this web- website or this this channel. They only have about twenty videos. That's One about is it. too many. <laughs> I yeah. guess so. It's nineteen more than they can tolerate. I am <laughs> dying to watch the one entitled in which they watch a clip from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, no more next week. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it as well. I'll have to check that out. I'm going to go more four more sentences that start, I'm not this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Jones isn't a Nazi, but he hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't associated with Nazis since he was just a kid 10 years ago when he was 60. <laughs> and he prefers the term white racialist. <laughs> Uh, oh man <laughs> all this not. makes me think about that one story you never let me talk about on the show when i was watching that mormon porn <laughs> i don't remember this story what? i don't re- yeah i don't remember blocking any mormon that? porn I never, stories either. i never bring it up you're like guys i have got a great story before we start i go i saw a clip of mormon porn <laughs> And everyone was like, eh, I don't know. About <laughs> I think it might have been when we were doing the list and it was like, I don't know how we're going to fit this Mormon porn thing into the show. Was it? Was, did you have good source material? Was it valid? Oh, yeah. It's not it's not porn made by Mormons. It's some weird, you know, because there's if there's a if you could think about a weird fetish, it exists. someone else yeah. is into it. So they're into what it looks like is supposedly Mormon girls being taught by a Mormon teacher and then eventually all just having sex together. But they were actually talking about Brigham Young in the porn, being like, I was trying to talk about Brigham Young, and so-and-so just wanted to lick my vagina or something like that. <laughs> and they had the special underwear on. Right. And it was like, I was like, what on earth am I watching? It was on a regular porn channel. And I was like, someone is into this? I just thought it was well, like people, people, you know, drinking caffe- caffeinated beverages and stuff. and. <laughs> It was porn for Mormons. And masturbating. (laughs) I had a Mormon friend that I would beg for him to jerk off once in his life, and he wouldn't do it. (laughs) Ever. That he would tell you. Well, yeah. Well, no, he eventually admitted that he had done it, like, maybe three times, and he felt really guilty about it. But I could tell. I was like, dude, your life would be so different. Because he was, like, 28. I'm like, just get the poison out, man. You're you're (laughs) so not uptight anymore. Yeah, I've... I've actually, I went, I've met, I think we discussed this when we were discussing Mormonism. I have my wife and a group of her friends in college used to court missionaries when they would come around Mm -hmm. and the missionaries would use their being on mission like Rumspringer. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) They were, they would get, they would get high with her and her roommates. They would all bang. Mm -hmm. It was, it was lewd. (laughs) And you know, one of, yeah, one of her roommates, you know, fell in love with a guy, and and they have since been married, have some lovely children, and <laughs> enjoy Mormonism out in the I Midwest. Almost said good for them. <laughs> <laughs> almost. And then it went south or west. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Southwest. Uh, so if you do get a chance, I, I we'll have to take a look at the Mormon leaks. I looked at the webpage, but only briefly. I did not watch any of the videos, so. There's not a whole lot. I would imagine it's not nearly as compelling as the Scientology stuff. Mm-hmm. No. There's a certain amount of crazy in Mormonism, but it's got nothing on Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, bad news over in California while we're on state news. What? Yeah, in California of all places. A judge has ruled that a wedding cake is not just a cake in free speech analysis. Superior Court Judge David Lampy? Lampa? Lampa? Uh, On Monday said that artistic expression by the person making the cake is uh, to be used traditionally as a centerpiece in the celebration of marriage. There could not be a greater form of expressive conduct. So he rules a a a cake could not be a greater form of expressive conduct. The cake is the most expressive thing you can possibly do in your life. What? Uh, It's like he learned how to speak from Trump. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the judge ruled that baking a cake, that is an act of, it's an artistic act 
So you cannot be compelled to do it for somebody if you don't believe in their cause. You don't have to believe in their cause. You just need to treat them like human beings. Yeah. I blame this on the Food Network. Oh? <laughs> if they didn't make them dumbass shows like Cake Wars and stuff like that, a cake would just be a fucking cake. Yeah. Now it makes well, a canvas. Cake, cake Boss and the Great Cake... Fu- yeah. There, there's there's got to be at least seven to nine different shows about cake, and that is nine shows too many. <laughs> yeah, it is a kind of... A, it's a weird tradition. I mean, why can't you just have a meal together? Why do you have to have this ugly, unappetizing thing that doesn't taste good because it took them a week to make it. Because it's a party. But Parties have cake. <laughs> sure, but you can have cake and you can have decorations. Why do those two things need to be combined? Well, while that may be true, uh, if you remove all the flowers and crap, the last two weddings I was at, the cake was delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> was it a cookie puss? <laughs> <laughs> Fudgy the whale on a wedding. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, Carvel, I miss you. <laughs> So these two women in California went to this baker. They said, hey, we would like a cake. We would like... And here's the artistic part. Here's where you lose me. The same way with the baker in Colorado. They didn't even ask for a cake yet. He told them that he wasn't going to serve them just when he recognized that they were gay, that they were a gay Mm. couple. In the same way, they asked this baker for a plain cake. They did not ask for any writing on it. They didn't ask for... They wanted a plain cake. Well, right. How is that artistic then? Yep, how, that's my question. How is was that? it for a wedding though, or did they just want a cake? No, it was for a wedding. It was for their wedding. But you know, on the other side of this coin, if you're a gay couple, do you really want a bigot cooking your making your cake? But what if he's the only cake baker in town? No dice. Go to Carvel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are some stretches in interior California that there's not there. You know, it's few and far between. It's not all like the coast. So it might be the only cake baker in this town. And considering that, you know, he's, he's a bigoted cake maker, it's probably interior California. I don't know. Small In this town. day and age, Karen, there's got to be an easier way to get a cake. <laughs> I, I, I would think that as well. You think when this when these two ladies, you know, here in January went to their local wedding expo, there was only one person that showed up that said, <laughs> I make cakes. <laughs> there were 30. <laughs> And a lot of them were much better than this guy who most certainly spit in the cake that he was going to make for them. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. She, by the way, Kathy Miller. Oh. In this case. Her, Kathy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I mean, but again, the person should make the cake and just stop being an asshole. But, right. Yeah. That, you know, that would be ideal. If you have an open store that serves the public, they are the public as well as everybody else. Not according to the judge. He compared the bakery to a tire shop, and he said that that, uh, the shop could not refuse to sell a tire to a same-sex couple because there is nothing sacred or expressive about the tire. Wait, cakes are sacred? But because (laughs) there is something expressive about a cake, it qualifies as as an artistic endeavor. What about a dressmaker? Because you can't just go buy a wedding dress off the shelf. You have to go and get it Fitted. I don't know. You better be careful. Pretty soon, the, the LGBT group isn't going to be able to get anything. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to be able to get dresses because that's an artistic <laughs> expression. Which is exactly. wacky to me because <laughs> that community runs the wedding industry. Right. <laughs> yeah. True. Not the cake baking, though. <laughs> apparently. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, there's a there's a couple hateful bakers that are just drawing a line in the sand. <laughs> So my my big concern is that since this superior court justice has ruled this way, that mm-hmm. uh, you know Supreme Court, which oh, has the case, that's a yeah. Can use this is precedent. a great precedent. Yep, absolutely. You, if if I won the lottery and had disposable income at at all times in my life, <laughs> anytime I heard a story about this, I would immediately open up a cake store next to the other guy <laughs> and just call it. I'll bake a cake for anybody, and it'll be shittier. <laughs> And I'll charge more, and I'm going to put you out of business <laughs> just to be a dick. And as soon as his store closes, I'll close my store. <laughs> then there won't be any bakers in that town. There's No, there are 80 other bakers in that town. Oh, good. That was yeah. your, your argument. That's true. I would think so. <laughs> Listen, I live in a town that's one square mile, all right? Do you have I'm not bakers? regulated to one baker. <laughs> Until I get the Jekyll brothers to make their own bake shop. And then in that case. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the real problem here is the way you make someone feel. You walk into a shop Mm. and they just refuse to serve you because of who you are. Right. 
It's just it's just wrong. I don't see why people... Wildly inappropriate. That's, that's yes. the Christian thing to do. <laughs> Make people feel like crap. It is the current Christian thing to do, evidently. Well, they're just persecuted constantly. Give them a break, guys. Oh, Jesus. Forced to make Just get over the war on Christmas. <laughs> all right, that's all I got in state news. Uh, on to national interests. Uh, all of the people who were not put into office last year because the Senate, uh, you know, closed shop for the holidays have been re-nominated. And the one right now that's got my attention, Andrew Wheeler. Have you guys seen this guy? I don't know if you've seen the picture of him. He looks like a, he looks, I don't know, like a fat six-year-old who just had his cookies taken away from him. I don't know. He's. <laughs> I was going to say he looked like he just woke up from a nap and he's a little grumpy. <laughs> this guy has been nominated to be the Environmental Protection Agency Deputy Administrator. So he would be second in command at the EPA. <laughs> and this guy is everything you could hope for. He is a <laughs> uh, big oil backed he's a coal lobbyist yeah came from the coal lobby yep. and it's just it's another one of the amazing oh. the worst possible person that you could pick for the job or he's already in there but the number two worst person he's gonna <laughs> be number this two this is in case scott pro gets assassinated but like we just yeah. won't lose a step yeah yeah exactly so remember uh jim inhofe the guy that brought a snowball into the senate i do yeah he is his former legislative aide mr wheeler oh good yeah so he, he you know, ticks all the boxes. I was thinking the other day, with all this craziness going on, right, with the, the new flavor of the week, the, uh, what's his name, the guy who beat his wives? Porter. Oh, Porter, yeah. yeah. Porter. Porter. And I was like, just for a second, I was like, is there anybody working in that White House that's not a fucking asshole? Hmm. Is there one person that has a heart, like, or is not working for their own agenda? It just seems like everybody in this fucker's orbit mm -hmm. is a piece of shit. I couldn't yeah. pick one. Can, can you name one person who's not? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> I'd have to see a long list and get like out on the fringes, but yeah, like attracts like. Yeah. Trump doesn't like invite good people into his inner <laughs> circle. Or is it, I heard this proposed, is it that Trump attracts bad people or does he make them bad? I think that he makes them bad. I think... Um, Damn it, uh, chief of staff. Uh, one person was not a horrible person. Now he's a horrible person. Kelly, yeah. Kelly, I don't. He, I didn't know too much about him when he was picked, but he is. He seems to have gone downhill the entire time he's been in that office. Right, and you would but think. You, but you have to wonder, though. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You, you got to think that he. I mean, he was, you know, general and all this other stuff. He had to have been a solidly established personality already. How did Trump change him, or is he just bringing out the worst in him? But you have to ask the question, what good person would go work for Trump? Yeah, true. Well, I could see the good person being, I would like to try to control this person so he doesn't blow up the world. And being his chief of staff, it's an opportunity to maybe do that. I think with that kind of attitude, you would last about two hours. <laughs> but while I'm here, let me tell you how Robert E. Lee was an honorable person. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So, I mean, again, so, you know, you put this guy and it's like, it's no fucking surprise. It's it's just another scumbag in that orbit. <laughs> right. Who was dating Hope Hicks? No, no, I was talking about Andrew Wheeler. But, oh, yeah, okay. if you're talking yeah. about Porter. Porter. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing, too, is like, that that was the thing about Porter that surprised me. I was like, I never even heard of this fucking guy. Yeah. And he's a, a horrible person. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, was Kellyanne Conway a good person? Oh, uh, like or at least a normal person. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe sixty or seventy just, years ago. <laughs> just in too deep now. I don't know. It seems unlikely. Well, again, there were reports that when she would get done with the interviews, that she would <laughs> complain and say stuff like, "I can't believe that I have to say this shit." And <laughs> right, but you don't have to say this shit. You could leave. Right. You have a choice. Mm. It's got to be the money. It's the not. Money. But, but the thing is, it's the money, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> but the top, the, the salary tops out at like a hundred and twelve grand, which is a lot of money. But it's not that much money. Well, it's, it's not enough you to sell your soul. Though. Yeah, yeah, you, but you've got a year in at this point. You don't have to stay anymore. Yeah, Everybody but you don't think Kelly and Conway is set? Well, it's a thing. The longer you stay, the better your paycheck's going to be when you get out. She was ready. She was already lining up jobs, assuming he wasn't going to win. Right. She could, she could now, get a job as a pundit anywhere. 
She gets to. She'll be on Fox. She can write a book. She can do that she'll now. Be, Why stay for a hundred grand a year and the loss of your soul? Doesn't make sense. Because maybe she'll get two books out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because that's that's the only place lawmakers get money is from their salary. <laughs> well, <laughs> everything's above board. Good point. She's got that blueberry farm to go run. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the real answer is it's it's the the being close to the seat of power and the the power that you get from being that close. Because that, that I mean, even Kellyanne Conway is in a very powerful position. She's got the year of the president. Yeah. So uh, speaking of all of the assholes around Trump, uh, <laughs> this this was actually one that's in Pennsylvania, but he came to Pennsylvania to uh, Trump did came to Pennsylvania to to back him. Rick Saccone, we had mentioned him before, uh-huh. and I mentioned uh, someone posting on the Facebook page. It was a Pittsburgh atheist. Uh, I want to thank him for for posting this. It's a video of Rick Saccone talking about sanctuary cities and counties in Pennsylvania. And he is dead set against it. And if you watch this video, I, I don't actually have the link up, but I'll post it on the webpage. The video is nothing but describing how they want to make Pennsylvania and federal laws, but specifically he's concerned with Pennsylvania, to make it so that ICE cannot be restricted by any local government or township they can come in and question anybody who is like any prisoner, anybody. So if you're in a sanctuary city, it won't matter. So it wow. it basically allows the government, ICE in particular, to go anywhere they want and do anything they want in order to get illegal immigrants out of the country. Yeah, Are there any sanctuary a, cities in Pennsylvania? To- <laughs> Probably. I'd have to look. What was that? Are there any sanctuary cities in Pennsylvania? Uh, both Pittsburgh and Philadelphia have declared themselves as sanctuary cities. Oh, and, good on uh, them. F- yeah. Fifteen separate counties' uh, legislations have declared themselves sanctuaries wow. within Pennsylvania. Cool. My basement is one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is actually scary, and not just for the state now, because he's representative at this point, and he's got signs up, uh, the Pittsburgh Atheist put a a picture up he's got massive signs up in people's yards like 10 times bigger than your regular political sign he's really pushing to make sure that he keeps that seat so if you live near oh he already has a seat. well he has it right now because he was appointed Mm -hmm. Uh, okay uh i believe that's correct I don't know, we talk about too many people. But <laughs> in any case, uh, he if you live anywhere near uh, South Pittsburgh, go vote against this guy. He is scary. He wants the, the government to be able to come in and take all the foreigners out of your land. And, I mean, <laughs> I know I, I try not to make references to Nazi Germany, but they did that in Nazi Germany. Right? Yeah. Gypsies especially, it, yeah. Oh, come on, everything going on is classic Nazi playbook. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> mm. They just haven't gotten to the death camp part of it yet. Yeah. They should have <laughs> unchecked authority yeah. to go in wherever they want and take whoever they mm. want off the streets. And part of the bill that he proposes is that if any illegal alien commits a crime in that area, in the area you de- declared as a sanctuary area, the legislation can be held responsible for the crime. So it opens wow, up for lawsuits a- against the government, the local government. That's preposterous <laughs> it really is so see yeah. is he running in in allegheny county or are we just talking south the one just south like in washington or westmoreland or somewhere katanning area but perhaps no south oh, of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay souther <laughs> more south uh i don't have it in front of me unfortunately we just had that up and i closed the link okay uh but it's mm-hmm. district 18 so it's yeah, mm. south side of uh, Pittsburgh. It used to be Washington, Green, and Westmoreland counties. Right. Uh, who knows what it'll be as of Friday, but... Right. <laughs> Maybe it will be done away with. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully you won't be guaranteed a, an election. But uh, yeah, that guy is awful. And another th- another thing that just uh, amazing to me, the little mousy guy, Jeff Sessions, Attorney General. Mm. Yes. He has inserted a policy requiring oh. all... U.S. attorney's offices had to have a staff member to monitor litigation and report whenever religious issues are mentioned. So basically, this will cause taxpayer money to help the attorney general's office to pay attention to religious cases. Special attention. Yes. Huh. 
So the attorney general can get all the information about any sort of religious lawsuit, anything going on, and can act on it. As long as it's Christian religion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this is, wow. I mean, that's a dangerous, dangerous path. Well, we've been, we've been heading towards it, and it's only picking up speed. It's incredible. The, the uh, hubris of these people. Yeah, I mean, this is the sort of thing that, uh, like it says, uh, the Friendly Atheist article has, it's something that you would normally only see in a theocracy, like in Saudi or Afghanistan. Well, make no mistake, no, make no mistake that is what they want. They yeah. want a theocracy. Absolutely. If you ask them outright, they will say that's what they want. Because <laughs> that's where morality comes from, so. Exactly. Yeah, it's the only reason I'm not killing my neighbor. <laughs> Right, because God... Is his religion. Because, yeah. <laughs> what, 3,000 years ago, God said that uh, you shouldn't do that. Before that, it was just all willy-nilly. You could kill and rape whoever you wanted. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, you can still <laughs> rape whatever, whoever you want. That's not in the Ten Commandments. Right, because right. women are probably... You can also molest children all you want. Oh. <laughs> in any case, that's the worst story that I have. Yeah, that's pretty right. bad. That's really bad. <laughs> and the thing is, there's nothing anybody can do. He's the Attorney General. He can... He, apparently, he can do this. Uh, he could be sued, but it, I mean, what? Take it to the Supreme Court for a 7-2 decision against? Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's really bad. You get people like him and, and Saccone together, and it's it's amazing. So uh, that's <sighs> all I have on that. Let's move on to the uh, the Trump disaster that continues in the White House. <laughs> the one thing that I learned this week is, and it's all surrounding the Rob Porter stuff, because of his security clearance, there are somewhere between 30 and 40 people in the White House, working in the White House, who do not have full security clearances. That just astounds me. I had no idea that that was the case. They have interim security clearances, which is something that you, you know, you get until you get your full security clearance. The scary part of it, though, is that the, the FBI is the, the party responsible for vetting people and deciding whether they should get security clearance. But they don't have any actual enforcement powers around that. If the, the president says, oh, that's okay, I trust him because he's my son-in-law, give him those secrets and show them to him. Right. They do. There's no there's no questioning of that. He is the, the actual decider as to who gets to see the secrets. Well, it's the Office of Security at the White House that makes the decision, but you know, well, they he, work for him. He appoints all those people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, some people can get security clearances outside of that. Uh, the CIA, NSA, they can they can all give a security clearance depending on what type of, of you know, what type of position the person's going to be in. But mm -hmm. yeah, for the White House, it really comes down to the people within the White House. The the FBI can just say, Yeah, you really shouldn't do that. Right. But the thing is And here's why you really shouldn't. Yeah. Right. And and give the reasons. And they've 30 to 40 people who it's been, for, I mean, for some of them, nearly a year, some of them just over mm -hmm. a year, they're still investigating. Like, Well, I don't think they are. I think that's the White House's story. I think the FBI has finished all the investigations and said, do not give security clearance to uh, Mr. Kushner. And here's the 85 reasons why. And they're kind of going, meh, we're going to ignore that. <laughs> the chance of him getting security clearance is one in a million. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look at how many times he revised that fucking form. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the FBI is never going to recommend that he get security clearance. So the the White House is just pretending that nothing has been said and they're just moving along. And there's nothing to stop them from doing that. And the thing that Because you're, you know, the president is actually supposed to be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> that is the presumption. Uh, then yeah. The thing that happened with Rob Porter, they came back, what was it? They came back in June or July and they gave the July. full report. And then the White House said, "Yeah, how about you go review that again?" And and because we don't we don't buy that. And so then they did. And then it took until this last January before they came back and gave the full report. So, yeah, they can't say no. They can just say, "Please don't." Yeah. <laughs> and the worst part of well, the worst part of it is this Porter guy, you know, beat his wives and and terrorized them. But um, the White House knew about this. Oh, yeah. And they don't care. It doesn't matter. It makes no difference. He was he was convenient. I actually had I had a uh, individual at work. We, this came up in discussion. And 
the the question was brought up, well, why does that even matter? I mean, it's awful that he would do that, but why does that make him a security risk? Well, because he can be blackmailed. Blackmail. Yeah. He can be blackmailed by a foreign government. Well, now he can't be blackmailed because everybody knows about it, and yet they ask for his resignation. So maybe it does really matter. Well, morally it matters, and I think the... Yeah. Well, who knows? The Christian right would have been behind Trump anyway, so... Right. I think the, the Christian Trump, the Christian right is behind Trump because of Pence, more than a lot of things. But Why didn't Rob Porter get a mulligan? <sighs> right. Well, then he beat his, then he beat his second wife, so uh, mulligan spent. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he beat his girlfriend, or terrorized her. So, you know, you only get one mulligan, not two, or three. And he would throw her down onto a soft couch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dr- well. You know, drilled his elbow into her. Yeah. That's just good manners. <laughs> But as far as the clearance thing, is there anything anybody can do about this? No, I don't. I don't see how. I mean, unless you know, unless ch- charges are filed because it's it's actually committing a crime. The fact you know the fact that someone is <laughs> is able to be blackmailed, I think the White House can just overrule it. Right, but you for can almost you, sorry. Go ahead. For for almost two hundred and fifty years, we put a lot of faith in the fact that this guy, the president, mm. is just going to be a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. And not fuck shit up. I mean, even in Star Trek, the doctor can tell the captain to stand down if he's being fucking crazy. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, the Senate is, or the Congress is supposed to be the check and the balance against the president. They're supposed to be impeaching him now. I mean, all the evidence is there. There are 85 different ways that they can impeach this man, but they won't because it's a Republican Congress. Hmm. They are the check and the balance. It's just crazy to me that he could just be like, I want a military parade. And they're like, we have to do what you say. Yeah. We're normal, rational, thinking people. And we're going to do this because you want it because you're a fucking baby. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's like, I can't believe you're smart. You're like, no, we're not doing this. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants it, it. Cut it out. He specifically wants one that's bigger and better than the Bastille Day parade that he saw in France. He was there, was jealous of what Macron has and wanted a bigger parade. That's when he brought it up first. Right. But I, I'm just, I can't believe that there's just like, that's so you know, we're not spending money on this. We're not doing this. Right. <laughs> it's so un-American. When you have the largest army by more than seven times, you really don't need a parade. Yeah. But yeah, no, he does not surround himself with good people. I don't know. There needs to be a lot of new laws enacted after this. A lot of safeguarding against this kind of shit. It shouldn't be necessary. The Congress is supposed to be taking care of this. But they're, they're complicit. complicit. I'm trying to remember who it was, one of the founding <laughs> fathers who warned against having a, a simple bipartisan party, having mm. two parties, is this is a problem. You get one right. party that goes into power, and there's nothing you, that can be done against it. The only thing you can do is vote them out. So twenty this year is the year, and there's a lot of people running that have never run before, record numbers of women, record numbers of minorities. Scientists. Scientists, record numbers of scientists. So, I mean, he certainly got everybody's attention. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I used to put a lot of stock in democratic governments and saying that, like, the system is good, but the people are bad. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. with the way we have it run, you know, th- if you get a 51% majority, which is most cases in a, in a presidential election, the other half of the country just has to do whatever you said, mm. even though they half of the country disagrees with it. Obviously, in this case, more than thirds of the country <laughs> is like... No, and they're like, well, we just got to do it. He won. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one thing that I don't I don't have a link for, but uh, that I heard before we started recording on uh, on CNN, the six of the largest intelligence agencies they came out and they were talking about the the Russian interference and the fact that they, they all agreed. There was interference in the all, all seventeen agencies agreed that there was Russian influence in 2016. They all mm. agreed that that influence has not backed off; it is only increased, and that worries me for for 2018. But part of what they did in 2016 was all influence. It was all social media stuff on Facebook, and you know, putting out ads. And do do you think that is going to have as much of an effect? I mean, it was very divisive in 2016, but do you think that's going to work this time? Or No. It'll work on the 30% again, yes. But it already worked on them. They were, right. if they were even going to vote this year, which I find highly unlikely, mm. and I'm talking about the people who voted for Trump who now don't pay attention to anything going on, they're not voting this year. But 
he's polarized the left so much mm-hmm. that a lot of us are going to be coming out. It's all we're talking about now in February. Get ready. November. We're going to fuck them up. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I don't know what it's none of that. That fake news shit that they do is going to swing any of us. No. So, no, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll keep, yeah, all, all they'll the, keep the that small percentage. Sorry, the, the Women's March and the, you know, the Pride Parades and all that stuff. Yeah, all those people are, are energized. The Russians don't influence them even the tiniest bit. Right. And the uh, the Murica group, mm-hmm. they're not, they're, they don't even know what a fucking midterm is. <laughs> mm. I don't know. How many of them follow, uh, follow Trump on Twitter? That He's going to be pushing for it. But... I, well, I I hope that that is correct, and it certainly doesn't seem like that that Facebook approach should be as successful in the midterm. I agree, but right. I mean, the, the midterm, the problem with the midterm is there's too many targets for the Russians. I think. I mean, none of it are none of its big national elections. I think they'll target senators and you know well, even the representatives. There's so many of them. It's like 480, whatever it is. It, it's hard for them to muster that kind of volume to affect those races. I think. Senators are probably their biggest – are going to be their biggest target because you, well, you, you can influence an entire state, not just you know a district somewhere. Right. And the main problem with midterms generally is – for Democrats is that the only people who vote in midterms are old white conservatives right? for the most part. And th- th- those are people who pay attention to shit, not the 21-year-old who was like, yeah, I like Trump. He speaks my language <laughs> kind of guy. And for the most part, liberals don't fucking vote during midterms because they're fucking lazy bastards. <laughs> well, they think um, somebody else will take care of it. Yeah. Right. So I think there's a fire lit under their ass for this year, at sure. least. Well, hopefully they can keep that momentum up forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they won't. <laughs> well, it should be a, a, a distinct warning. If you don't pay attention, if you don't participate in democracy, this is what you get. The 70-year-old racists win if you don't pay attention and don't participate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't follow Russell Brandt into the, I'm not going to vote and that'll yeah. be my protest. Yeah, bullshit. N- nobody cares if you're voting, if you're protesting that way. Right. And if no- nobody's running what you like, go run. Do it. Uh, we don't need that many dirty hippies in office. <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 the other thing I wanted to mention about the intelligence committees, the one thing that was brought up by, because they were in a senatorial hearing the one thing that was brought up was they were all asked, have you been directed by the president to continue to investigate the Russian influence in the national elections? Every single one of them said no. Mm-hmm. Now, just last week, we were talking about treasonous remarks and how Trump called Democrats treasonous because they didn't stand up and applaud when he spoke. <laughs> this actually qualifies. He swore an oath to defend the Constitution, and he is not doing it. He is mm. not telling his intelligence officials that they need to investigate more on the Russian interference. I mean, we're talking about a foreign country interfering in our election. If, if anything, and he's not is, trying to stop them. If anything mm. is in defending the Constitution, this should be it. Yeah. But every time well, he talks to Putin, Putin says he doesn't know what's going yeah, on. He denies it. He trusts him. He's a good man. <laughs> Trump goes, hey, as long as it's benefiting me, then it's not treason. I'm going to keep <laughs> let it keep happening. <laughs> Well, we forget the fact, of course, that he owes Russia a whole ton of money, and and so does his son-in-law. So he he can't speak too poorly of them, or they will call in the debts. Yeah, there's so many factors in this. I mean, yeah. part of it's that. Part of it, I swear to God, is that he doesn't want to delegitimize his win at all. Oh, yeah. Sure. I think that's a majority. You know? And, uh, you know, if we could just be like, look, you won fair and square. <laughs> they just were trying to fuck around. Can we, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the last thing I wanted to, to bring up was uh, Amorosa. I don't know if anybody's watching this. I know they're – uh, Ian, you've watched some reality shows. Are you watching this one? I have not. I have – again, ever since I've moved away from cable. Oh, sure. I'm less motivated. I like shows that are garbage that I would watch just because they were on mm-hmm. have fallen by the way. Sorry. Right, you have to put a little bit of work into watching now. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not going to try to watch Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> So last week, it was what she said that, oh, it's way worse than you think it is. And she started crying about it and how she was terrorized by what he would tweet every day. Lady, we all were. (laughs) But now she's come out and said, as bad as y'all think Trump is, you would be worried about Pence. We would be begging for Trump to be back if Pence became president. He's extreme. (laughs) I like this. Yeah, we know that. 
He's extreme. I'm Christian. I love Jesus. But he thinks Jesus tells him to say things. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't usually trust anything that comes out of this woman's mouth. But that sounds truish. That's highly plausible. I I do not believe this for one minute. Nope. I don't believe that Trump runs or that Pence does that. If he does, he's fucking lying. He's faking. Because I don't believe that Pence is as religious as he says he is. Really? Nope. I think he hates gay people. For his own stupid reasons, and use because I can't, and we've gone through this a million times before. I can't figure out how he squares Trump's activities with his supposed strict religious beliefs. It means Therefore, to an end. Be, he must be a right. fucking liar. No, he he's just a means to an end. He's yeah. Every religious person that I've ever encountered is a cherry picker. Mm. No one, even the strictest people, ignore whatever parts of their book that they want to justify doing whatever it is they do. So you do you do you guys really believe that Mike Pence think that God's talked to him or is Mike Pence just a piece of shit that uses religion as his cover? No, I think he believes it. Both. Yeah. I think he believes it. Yeah. I think he's I mean I don't understand how you can believe that somebody is speaking to you. I mean is it just the little voice in the back of your head when you, you know when you have your internal mi- di- dialogue is he does he think one of those voices is Jesus? <laughs> I don't understand how I mean he doesn't hear voices. If he does, then we have another problem. <laughs> right. I don't I don't think they are they're audible. I believe that you hear the voice of God in your heart. Mm. <laughs> no. Like if he if you're right, I'm with you. If he's audibly hearing God being like, Mike, come on. Stick with me on this Stop one. Stop touching your Get penis. rid of those gays. <laughs> don't talk to that woman if your wife's not in the room. <laughs> oh, I do not believe this. I believe that Mike Pence is putting on the longest con ever. <laughs> To what end? Just to, <laughs> to hide be the fact, uh. and because he because he has horrible beliefs that he probably just has on his own. Gay people are icky. Black people, I don't know, they're not human. <laughs> well, how do I justify all this without looking like a total asshole? Oh, I'll just be super religious. I'm sure. I'm sure there's part of it that he actually does believe, sort of, but not to the extent that he's saying. Mm. No way. No way could he even be in the same room with Trump. Yeah, but he, he he's the one that's coming up with all of these judges. He's because all of these judges are super Christian, um, anti LGBT people. So he's just feeding Trump a list of people, and Trump's going, "Oh, that sounds good," and passing well, yeah, him that's along. That's because we know he'll sign anything you put in front of him. Right, man. Did you see that interview with Pence? I think he was getting off the plane in South Korea, and this one reporter was like, "Oh, you didn't know about the the Rob Porter thing and anything like that." He's like, no, I just found out about it. And she's like, how do you justify the fact that you're Trump's number two man and everybody else knew this except for you? <laughs> and she put it in like such a polite way. And he was like, I'm going to fucking strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> he generally has that look. Yeah. He has a constipated look. <laughs> well, he has. No, he has a why. Are, why woman are you speaking to me? Look, if a man had asked that, anybody would have got a different reaction. <laughs> the other thing about Pence and you mentioned him going to uh, to the Olympics so did you see that he, uh, when when the Koreans marched out, they you know they have the beginning parade and the whole the whole shebang. When the Koreans came out, he didn't stand. Yeah. For the hmm. the South and North Koreans, they came out together. So just to be clear, he's okay with not standing because of an external <laughs> reason to make a political <laughs> statement, right? Did he did he kneel? He didn't kneel. Or- he just didn't stand. Which again, that when Kaepernick originally started, he didn't he he stayed seated. But right. after speaking with a vet, the vet said, "You know, it would be a lot more respectful if you kneeled instead of just staying in your seat." So Kaepernick kneels out of respect for the flag and veterans, but still wants to to make his protest. protest. So yeah. Pence is, did the exact same thing with the North Koreans. He wouldn't stand out of protest. And he wasn't protesting the North Korean Olympians. I don't think he was. He was protesting a completely unrelated thing by keeping his seat. And I'm sure he doesn't see the hypocrisy in that. No. No, of course not. Well, he's in the right, so that's not hypocrisy. (laughs) He he did what a true American does. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Again, don't believe it. That was completely (laughs) planned. (laughs) Guy is a total con job. I will believe, I do believe that Pence hates Trump. 
with a deep, dark passion, because he is the antithesis of everything that Pence pretends to be, or is. I don't know if it's a pretend or not. So I'm fairly sure that he detests him, but it doesn't matter because he's a means to an end. And if he gets impeached, that's okay, because then he can slide into the presidency. If he doesn't, that's okay, too, because he can still get all those judges in. You know, I didn't realize that Pence was about to lose the governorship of Indiana mm. before he went in with, with Trump. It was a good timing for him, yeah. How I, I was unaware of that. Where's that information from? I forget uh, where I heard that. But, yeah. Uh, was the, was the, <laughs> were the Republicans going to put somebody else up, or did, was he going to be losing to... He was just so unpopular in Indiana. He was well. He, remember, he he brought about the um, what the heck? Oh, the, it was the first bathroom bill, I, I think. Oh, was the one yeah, in Indiana? He had, yeah, he had all those priests and nuns on stage with him when he signed right. it. Right. Yeah. Was it Indiana or Illinois? Indiana. 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 Yeah. Okay. I, everybody was pissed off at him, so he was not going to get. I think it was not, you know, a, a large percentage, but it didn't look like he was going to be reelected. So this was a bit of a par- golden parachute for him. Yeah, there was some. There's some video of him going out and throwing a baseball. For like the first pitch or something like that, and the whole stadium booing him. Mm. He was not popular. Well, he brought a lot of bad press to Indiana, so. And now he's doing it for the nation. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, so the last thing, Obama's portraits. I assume you guys <laughs> did, saw the, uh, the the portraits that were made. Yeah, a little bit. I looked before so that I would know what what I was talking about. So I, I'm curious what the other portraits. Similar, where are they being? The the National Museum. I'm curious what the other ones look like. National Portrait Gallery. Do they have the others in there? Well, there's a whole bunch of Obama portraits in here. I think they've got just multiple portraits of multiple presidents. Okay. Is it the Smithsonian? No, it's the, well, it's part of the Smithsonian. Yeah, it's the National Portrait Gallery, which is a member of the Smithsonian group. So I don't know what your opinions of these portraits are. Personally, I don't think that Michelle Obama, I don't think that looks very much like her at all. No, I would agree with that. No, it's a portrait, so, you know, there's a lot of artistic impression there. But Barack? Holy crap. He he looks dead on. Yes. I just don't get the background. I don't get either one of them. <laughs> I, listen, I, I, again, I don't know what the deal is with these portraits. I, we all thought they were getting hung in the White House. It turned out they weren't. Yeah. Are there portraits of Barack and Michelle in the White House? We still haven't determined that. I searched... Before the show, I could not find anything. If as long as they're not like, I honestly, I think they both are horrible. Like, I don't like them. Mm. The Obamas I'm talking about, I can't stand either one. No, <laughs> 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 like your Michelle's looks like just not. It just looks like a bad painting, and the background on Barack's is just weird. <laughs> I would have preferred a more stately type of thing for them. More traditional, yeah. More traditional, yeah. Just because uh, I don't know. It's I don't know. But again. If it's not going in the White House, then what do I care? What do I care about this anyway? (laughs) (laughs) It's a big deal. It's a national, you know, remembrance of the first African-American president and first lady. I I don't know. I I mean, it's as long as they like them, I guess that's the the, the main thing. (laughs) The most important thing. But I like that it's ripe with hilarious conspiracy. (laughs) Uh, Do tell. (laughs) Sean Hannity, didn't you hear? I have not. That strange background, that because they're doing, they did it Disney style. They made, they gave Barack Obama's picture that strange background so they could hide ex, uh, sexually explicit material inside. <laughs> Are you kidding me? A hundred percent. He said that that is. They said that it is nothing but imagery of sperm. What? Uh, look it up. Oh my god. Hundred hundred percent. Sean Hannity. <laughs> Just because he finds sexually explicit things in every pattern, <laughs> doesn't mean it exists. That's amazing. I assume that it was going to be something along the lines of, you know, the the, the leaves were weed or something. That <laughs> nope, nope, absolutely. It was all Disney style. It's it's the Lion King has obscene that- words hidden in the clouds, and <laughs> <laughs> Aladdin has stuff on the carpet, <laughs> and Barack Obama has sperm. <laughs> wow. I'm curious though. Do you, did they see these before they were unveiled, or were they both just like knock oh. yourselves out and then? Cause- I don't know. They both seemed like she's like she seemed very like oh that's great looks great she looked like she was gonna cry he was like huh uh, all right yeah this is good <laughs> uh. well the thing is they can have more than one portrait they already have portraits if you go to the uh, museum they have a whole bunch of portraits they have busts and all kinds of stuff so they don't 
they, there could be other portraits. These can be just, you know, in the museum somewhere. Well, apparently the two artists that made these were heavily into racial issues. Mm. So that's why they were picked to do these portraits. And honestly, I, I like hers. It just doesn't look like her. Sure. I like the the, the, you know, the composition and I like it. I like the way that it's laid out. And I think it's formal enough, but it doesn't look like her. The, yeah, the leaves behind Barack are just a little odd. <laughs> I think they both should have been doing the black power fist. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is all I got for this week. Do you guys have anything else? I do not. Nope. Nope. Okie doke. Well, then I think that's all we've got. Uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, you can support it by sharing it on social media. You could also leave a review, hopefully a good one, on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Uh, if you want to contact us, again, facebook.com slash profanearg. Or you can tweet at ProfaneArg or send an email to godless at ProfaneArgument.com. Uh, also, please check out the soon-to-be-named network, a network of podcasts, which we are a member. Uh, Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Any type of podcast you're looking for to fill your time. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Until next time, I am Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.